Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Hi again, everyone. Welcome back to Dirty Martin's Place. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio on this Saturday evening. Uh, proudly brought to you by Howry, Breen, and Herman, attorneys at law. Plains Capital Bank. Covert in Bastrop. They were closed today but open tomorrow. Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Great Texas barbecue all over Central Texas. Make it Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road. They not only have the Big 12 Champions t-shirts, they've got Sugar Bowl t-shirts. Go by and see Jay or Sue at Sue Patrick's or go to SuePatrick.com. S&B Amusements, if you got something to be fixed, be it a jukebox, a pinball machine. Delaware Subs, no baloney there. Pete Adensky of Delaware Subs. We'll hear from Pete in just a little bit. Two-for-one NFL special tomorrow. And by Dirty Martin's Place. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements and Scotty Sears. We've been uh, talking a lot of golf and talking some football. And a huge story in high school football this afternoon, fellas. Galena Park North Shore defeats Westlake, ending the Westlake two-year reign as state champion. Galena Park North Shore just a little too much for the Chaparrales uh, this afternoon as Galena Park North Shore will advance in the playoffs. And Scotty said Dripping Springs had a crushing loss as well. Yeah, they did. They uh, two-point conversion, very controversial. I think they lost 35-33 in, uh, in their semifinal game. The quarterback came up an inch short, is oh. what the referee said. They claim they had tied the game. Oh, that's but tough. there's no replays until the no. until the championship games and in that, high that's, school. And that's next week at Jerry World where they have all the equipment and everything. Also, Ben, we were talking about Army Navy. Army wins 17 to 11. A goal line stand. Tell us, uh, tell us what caught your attention <laughs> yeah. in this show. I'm a this game. I'm a big fan of of people making money off of athletics. And boy, was this a game that ended in controversy for the betters. The over-under is 27.5 points today, guys. Army was up 17-9. to nine. One second left in the game. They're on their own one-yard line. So it was one looking dicey. Left. So the, uh, the total was at 26 points at that point. And Army, to run the clock out, they ran out at the back of the end zone. The over hits by .5 with one play. <laughs> and if you have the under, I feel for you. And, you know, don't, don't jump off that bridge. If you have the over... You are ecstatic right now. So I love these. It's either a bad beat or the greatest win ever. I was on the wrong side. I was on the wrong side of one of those one time in an NFL game. Exactly the same yeah. situation. So they, they took a safety. They took the safety. Took the safety. The over hit yeah. by .5, oh, yeah. and everybody in Vegas is drinking right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, Pop. we got a ton to talk about, we, man. The, we've, got, we've got the Heisman Trophy ceremony yep. tonight. We've got the Longhorns in Washington five and words, Michigan in Bama. Five words we can finally say, guys, that we've been debating the past few weeks, but those five words are Texas is in the playoffs. They have finally done it. The playoffs are set. Texas, Washington, Michigan, Alabama, Florida State. Sorry, I told you you didn't deserve it. It's over. Sayonara. Go join the SEC if you want to be in the playoffs. Uh, we got a big day of football tomorrow the NFL. Two marquee games. Cowboys. Eagles in Dallas, 7:20 tomorrow night. Uh, we have the Bills and the Chiefs. Josh Allen 
and Patrick Mahomes. Huge day in football tomorrow. And we also have the Houston Texans uh, playing the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> Don't and put that in the same sentence as Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys. Oh, it's big, man, because it's it's it playoff implications. Yeah, C.J. Stroud, too, MVP yeah. implications. Because Jacksonville is playing at Cleveland. And we don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. If he does play, he's playing against the best defense yep. in football. Don't look now if Jacksonville loses and the Texans win. The Texans are tied for first place yeah. in the AFC South. So that's a big game. If you're the Panthers, I, I, it, oh. how much remorse do you have oh. taking Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud, the favorite to get the, uh, the Rookie of the Year, and one of the favorites to win MVP? If you're their GM, I, how do you wake up every morning? Well, it's just it's just one of those things. I will say this: um, you guys love the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah. Are they the most disappointing team yes. in the in? Yes, the they, National Football Yes, they, they, they are. They are. But I argue with Jeff Ward every every day. I still don't think the Buffalo Bills are out of it. The Buffalo Bills, as Ben said, they play the Chiefs tomorrow in Kansas City, and they need to win. And don't look now, but the. Buffalo Bills will host the Cowboys a week from Sunday in frigid Buffalo. So Buffalo can still hang around. Miami is in a really good spot in the AFC East to win that thing, but mm-hmm. Buffalo is still in the hunt, and it's a must-win tomorrow. Ben, would you? Not agree? Uh, no, of course. I mean, the Bills, City. Bills sitting at six and six on the year. You know, it's a team that nobody wants to see them in a wild card, but they have been so disappointing all year long. They have. Obviously not lived up to the hype. They are one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen has looked like a shell of himself compared to the last three seasons, and nothing's gone their way. Injuries, uh, uh, Stefan Diggs has been bitching and moaning all year long about, about his, uh, his role in the offense. It's just been a strange year, and the Miami Dolphins have taken up the, the helm as one of the favorites in their division. Yeah, I mean, some of the Buffalo things are self-inflicted, like 12 men on the field yep. at the end of the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Losing to the Jets in week one. Beating themselves. Uh, Wilson, yeah. yeah. They were really beating themselves. And, and, and now they face really their kind of de facto rival, the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, how about how about Pittsburgh, though, oh, losing man. home games to Arizona <laughs> and New England? Two win teams. Right. And Pittsburgh was in the driver's seat for a, either a division championship or a wild card. Yeah, Mike Tomlin may be in trouble, the longtime coach of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, they had to play Mitch Trubisky Thursday night. But then again, New England played Billy Zappi. <laughs> Billy Zappi, I contend uh, 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 Quinn Ewers is better than, than, than Billy Zappi yeah. right now. It's a fantastic Right name, now, though. he's a fantastic, fantastic coach. Fantastic coach. You know, if, if I'm – it's interesting because the Bills have been so close for the past four years. You know, yeah. the Chiefs have been there, you know – that's been their big foe, and they've they've come up short against them. And but they're going to have to go back to the drawing boards if they don't a make the playoffs or don't make the division championship. I, I don't know where they go from here because they have so many tools. They're lacking in the running back game. But you know, Josh Allen, it just looks like he's running around like a chicken with his head cut off every week. It's sometimes you think these teams that are picked to be in the AFC or the NFC championship yep. game, like Kansas City's kind of going through the motions from time to time this year, but you know they'll be there at the yeah. end. Oh, sure they and will. And Buffalo yeah. was anointed as a contender, and boy, they got trouble. So yeah, hey, you, you don't read your press clippings. You got to get out it's, there it's, and it, earn it. It's a really strange year, fellas, because I think there's some. There are about six 
really good football teams in the NFL, mm-hmm. and you got about three average, and the rest are just really bad, including Carolina and the Jets and the Giants and even Washington. when, it, when you when yeah. you thought uh, the heavyweight like San Francisco was dead in the water, they've reemerged as one of the top teams. You know, there are three teams and three teams in the NFC to me. Philadelphia, Dallas, and San Francisco. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Jacksonville. I don't mm-hmm. know, but, but that's you know, about it. Mr. Irrelevant is now looking like the front runner for MVP. Meanwhile, the Cowboys have been annihilating teams left and right. They look to go get the revenge tomorrow against the uh, the Eagles when they host them. But they do that at home. They annihilate people at home. Exactly. And still, can Cowboys? And remember, Cowboys have Eagles tomorrow night on our sister station, 1027 ESPN. Eagles tomorrow night, but then next Sunday. They play at Buffalo, and the following Sunday, they play at Miami. So, tough sledding head for the Cowboys. Cowboys need to win tomorrow because the Eagles have one more tough game, and that's at Seattle. The Eagles get New York twice. Eagles have the the easiest schedule in that conference. Oh, yeah, it's an easy schedule. They do, and now let me ask you this. If the Cowboys win out, winning tomorrow, and then win out those tough games, Mm -hmm. do they get home field? Uh, Do they have tiebreaker against the Eagles? Well, and let's say the Eagles end up with the same record as the Cowboys. I have they no idea. I don't. I, I don't think I don't they know. do. I, I don't know if they do the common opponent BS like you see in the College Football Playoff Committee, but I don't think they will. I think the Eagles. They, I think they do a, conference. They've got, they've got uh, a really good. Record. You're right, Scotty. Really good record in the division. Division. You know, yeah. but that home field is so important. San Francisco's trying to get it. Philadelphia's trying to get it. And we know what happens when the Cowboys go on the road. It's usually not very, very good. But we've also seen what's happened with the Eagles this year. I think the fix is already in. I saw this on Twitter today that John Husey will be uh, the official tomorrow for the Cowboys-Eagles. And the Eagles are 7-0 and when he's the head official. And the, the Eagles have been penalized six times compared to 21 for their opponents while he's the head official. John Husey. John Husey. The fix is already in. Where does he live? Never heard that game. He lives right outside of Philadelphia. (laughs) So this could be an uphill battle for the Cowboys tomorrow. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk more college football. Then at 6.30, our friend Pete Adamski of Delaware Subs, number one Eagles fan in town, will will join us to to talk about uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys. When we come back, all the scores, Heisman Trophy, uh, great day for the uh, Tavante uh, Sweat of the Longhorns. We'll talk about Tavante and much, much more when we return to Dirty Martin's Place. This is the End Zone Club, live from Dirty's here on KLBJ. Hey, welcome back to the End Zone Club. I'm Ed Clements and Ben Clements and Scotty Sayers, live from Dirty Martin's Place, the iconic burger joint on Guadalupe. A good crowd of people here. Uh, they'll have the Heisman Trophy ceremony on a little later. They've got college basketball on. Uh, it's just a great place to enjoy uh, football, especially NFL football. Tomorrow they'll have all the TVs on with different games. So come on to Dirty Martin's Place on Guadalupe. Our show proudly brought to you by Dirties and by Delaware Subs. Two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow with Pete Adimski. S&B Amusements, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, where you can get your Big 12 champion T-shirts and Sugar Bowl T-shirts at Sue Patrick or SuePatrick.com. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Great Texas Barbecue, all night long from Doug Boney and the crew at Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Covert in Bastrop, Rocks and the Guides, closed today, open tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Plains Capital Bank and by Howry, Breen, and Herman. Pop, week 15 in the college football season has come and gone. Army defeats Navy 17-11, to 11, so now we can switch gears and start talking about the best time in college football, that is bowl season. The playoffs are set. Texas, Washington, Michigan, Alabama. Texas 
scary four-point favorite against Washington, a team they that got beat that they beat last year in the Alamo Bowl. But let's go down and talk about some of the good bowls this year. Um, what caught my eye first was the humor in the bowl committee putting Texas A&M against Oklahoma State. After all the mess that Texas A&M was talking about about UT playing Oklahoma State, not playing a real opponent, them putting them together will be really funny to watch if Oklahoma State can beat A&M. I'm excited to see that one. Let me just say, I, I'm gonna. I don't mean to be contrarian. I'm not excited. Not excited about any of the bowl games except the two games on January 1st. I'm being real honest. But that's I, how it, that's I, how it works now. Well, I'll see the Aggies and we'll watch that game. It all changes next year's with the with the 12 uh, teams in the playoff. But yeah, there's some goofy matchup. Florida State plays Georgia. Oof. Who's going to be interested? Florida State, the de facto are, national are championship. Be, are they going to be mad? Are they going? What, what's going to happen They're in that game? Well, and that's why that'll be interesting. I mean, at least those teams. That's the one other bowl game that I do want to see. I'm interested in that. I'm fascinated by Florida State's defense because you, it's like an NFL defense. You know what's going to happen if Florida State wins, guys. We all know it. Oh man, yeah. they'll be 14 and 0. Won't they, they will be the quote unquote national champions if they'll they go 14 and 0 and beat the defending two-time national champion. No. You know they're going to do it. Oh yeah, they well, will. They'll be number three. Yep, is what they'll, they'll, they'll is, is what they'll be. Is wow. they'll end up number three. They're going to have that little star, 14 and 0. 2023, 2024 national champions. You know they're going to do it. So that that's an exciting game. And also, when I saw the bowl games, I was going down the list, and we're not going to pile on. He's our good buddy, a friend of the program. What caught my eye was the absence of last year's runner-ups, TCU. Mm-hmm. TCU not making a bowl game. How many times has that happened, guys? Well, the last time it happened was the Texas Longhorns when Texas played yeah. Alabama. There you go. In the national title next year, Mack and the guys didn't go to a bowl game. It's going to be what's interesting to me has been when you see, like, an Oklahoma play a bowl game. Dylan Gabriel's going to Oregon. Yep, transfers. Uh, Caleb Williams is not playing for USC. Yeah. The UCLA quarterback's not playing. Uh, Will Howard is gone from K-State. It's a strange yeah. deal now. As Drake May said he's going to play in the North Carolina bowl game. I would say he should not because he needs to get ready for the NFL draft. I know Mac wants him to play, but if I was Drake May's dad or his agent, I'd say, hey, take it off. Get Don't get hurt. Well, you yeah. know, that's just the landscape we're in, guys. You know, with a playoff now, there is absolutely, you know, no upside for a star player for a team to play in that bowl game because there's way too much risk, no zero Zada reward. Why do you play if you're Caleb Williams? Why do you play? So what happens to all these bowl games once we go to a 12-team playoff? Do they get even less relevant? Uh, Is that possible? Yes. Less and (laughs) less important, less and less relevant. When you have 12 teams in a playoff, it's just an extra game. (laughs) Those other bowl games, it's just an extra game. Why do you play in it? So, you know, it's exciting to see, you know, the four-team playoff because it is – "Quote unquote, the best teams in college football." But if you're out of that top four, or next year out of that top twelve, you'd have no reason to play. Yeah, you know, fellas, we had one of the great college sports voices on last hour, Vern Lundquist, and just sitting here, his father to me was one of the greatest voices. My friend Ron Franklin Jr., our friend Ron Franklin Jr., whose dad was the legendary Ron Franklin. Yeah, yeah. one of our favorite guests that we had on the show that we, we oh, do yeah. dearly miss. Yeah. Rondo, how are you? Ron Franklin Jr. joins us. He's, 
He's at Dirty Sound. How are you, buddy? I'm I'm doing great. Thank you for having let me sit down and even speak with you guys, but I appreciate it. Well, Ben brought up the list, and your dad's on the list of greatest voices. We yeah. had Vern on, but yeah, and I, I think about your dad often, especially last weekend when all hell was breaking loose with the NCAA yes. football. What would your dad, Ron Franklin, think about what happened to Florida State and what's going on with the Longhorns? Um, you know, I think he'd probably say that he wouldn't probably sure that the Longhorns were top four, but um, certainly understands if Alabama's going to be included, Texas probably has to be too. So I feel bad for Florida State. I mean, they, they played a fantastic season. They just, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. You know? How do you think Longhorns are going to do against uh, – uh, Washington, uh, January 1st. Uh, I, li- I like their matchup with Michigan better than Washington based As on the way I. they play offense. But <laughs> uh, No, I think I think they'll be good. I mean, we hold the line of scrimmage pretty tight. Um, and as long as Quinn does what he normally does, I think we'll be okay. I, I love that Tavondra Sweat won the Outland yes. Trophy last night. That was awesome. I guess, yeah. what was the first time? Who, who was it uh, since? Uh, who's Scotty, our friend? Uh, who was the Westlake High School football player? Golly, I'm just I'm kind of, I'm that age. He was the last Longhorn, but Trevon okay. Sweat is a guy who I think NIL helped a lot because he was going to go pro. He was going to go pro last year, and Coach Sarkeesian and others put the word out: this young man needs some money. He needs a car. He needs some help, and NIL made him stay for his senior year, and now. This guy, Ben, is going to make a zillion dollars yeah. as a pro. He will, and that, that's just how it works nowadays. You know, a lot of guys stay to make the money in college while they can, but guys like Devondre Sweat, they can go make the big money, you know, in the pros. I do want to ask you, now that we have you, we would have your dad on the show a lot, yeah. and he was always, you know, one of my favorite guests because that voice. Thank you. We always <laughs> talk about the landscape of football, and I do wonder, and I have wondered, what would Ron think? of the landscape, the ever-changing landscape of, of college football with the Pac-12, NIL, is, de- Pac-12 yeah. is dead. Yeah. Pac-12 is dead. The SEC is, is getting bigger. The Big so Ten is changes. enormous. Yeah. What do you think your dad would think of the landscape? Um, you know, he, he was very old school, so he loved the SEC. He's an Ole Miss grad, proudly, but he loved Texas. Both big schools and big conferences, and I think that now the smaller schools, they really are stacked up against it. They're going to have a harder time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. So yeah, but if with everything switching to like now Big Ten ish or whatever it is, and the mm-hmm. and the SEC ish, whatever it is, I mean, um, yeah, those schools are going to have a huge advantage. They got donors and they have a lot of money, and um, so now all the big old players are back in the game at a different level than than the smaller players. We so. talked about Dylan Gabriel, the Oklahoma quarterback, announced he's going to Oregon. Really? Wow! wow. He's going to play for Dan Lanning in Oregon, and of course, uh, Will Howard of Kansas State. Uh, hadn't decided where he's going to go, the UCLA quarterback. You know, and it's interesting what will happen on the 40 acres after yeah. the bowl game because they've got until January 2nd to get in the portal. I believe you're going to see Malik Murphy in the portal, yep. and uh, it's just a crazy, crazy time. Brad Shearer was the last Outland Trophy winner. For oh, Tech. Brad Brad would have Brad, Brad and I. <laughs> it's Scotty been a minute. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. It's <laughs> never been a It's been a minute, but that is it's great. Now, uh, Alabama has been a terrific story. Your dad was friends with Nick Saban. Sure. I just think, you know, Steve Sarkeesian is going to get a lot of mentions about Coach of the Year, but Saban's done a masterful job, I think. Yeah, um, you could kind of tell by the Michigan's response. They got announced. That, <laughs> that was a great video. Yeah, it was. It was. Great. Oh no! <laughs> um, 
you know, nobody likes to face, you know, Alabama's just that team. I mean, they've been that team for the last, what, dozen years now. So. Yeah, especially when Alabama's the controversial team. Right. And people are saying they shouldn't be in. Right. Who I are mean, they? When does Alabama ever sneak in the back door, right? Yeah. That's, they're the team. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, you've been watching a little Big Ten football this year, understand, Michigan State and everything? Well, my, my son goes there, so we're trying to cheer, but uh, they had a rough year. Um, yeah, they had a couple of really good teams at their conference, too. So Yeah, yeah. and daughter's still on the East Coast? She's about to graduate, so yes. And what, she is at? She's a tiny little college in Pennsylvania, uh, Bryn Mawr. She's playing lacrosse for them. She'll oh, be a senior this year. So. Fantastic. She was their high scorer last year, even though it's D3 and it's a, you know, small conference but that yeah. is that is that is fantastic excited hey thank you for i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt oh, but no, i appreciate you, you guys even having me thing. On no yeah. no you'll never interrupt you know what i mean you'll never we'll, <laughs> get I, back to golf right i heard no, you we're, we're, we're football now oh, yeah, so golf, i didn't realize you transitioned okay. Okay. i will i will say though uh, in all seriousness we do we miss your father a lot i know dad misses him yeah. so much yes, every day yeah. but he was one of my favorite guests i was giddy when we'd have ron franklin on the show because you know, I'm only 29, but I know that voice. Yeah. He was yeah. so knowledgeable about football, and he, like, that was my favorite guest to have on every single time he came on. And he loved being here, too. I know he and Ed were, I mean, he and yeah, fantastic we were, friends. Yes. We were fantastic friends. Yeah. Thank you for standing yes. by, stopping by. I'll give you these back. Thank All you. right. Thank you, Ron Franklin, Jr., surprise guest here at Dirty Martins. You'll never know who comes to <laughs> Dirty Martins' place. When we come back, we're going to visit with Pete Edinsky of Delaware Subs, the number one Philadelphia Eagles fan in all of Central Texas. Here is, we go. Here we go. He'll, he'll, he'll be singing Fly, Eagles, Fly. This is the End Zone Club, proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, Plains Capital Bank, Covert in Bastrop, Sue Patrick, S&B Amusements, Pokey Joe's, Delaware Subs, and by Dirty Martins. Back from Dirty's with more on the End Zone Club right after this. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. Ed Clements and Ben Clements and Scotty Sayers. We're broadcasting live from Dirty Martins Place where sports are plenty. Tonight and tomorrow, a big sports day, tomorrow with the NFL. Our show proudly brought to you by Delaware Subs. Two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow with Pete and the gang by Dirty Martins, S&B Amusements, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Great Texas Barbecue from Doug Boney and crew tonight or anytime. Covert and Bastrop, Rocks and the guys were closed today. They'll be open tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Plains Capital Bank. Thank you, Paul Hall. You're back in the crew at Plains Capital Bank and by Howry, Breen, and Herman, attorneys at law. With us now on the End Zone Club Live line is our friend Pete Adimski of Delaware Subs, uh, the best cheesesteak in town. Pete gets his most of his ingredients from Philadelphia every day, uh, the steaks and the rolls, and he is, uh, along with Jerry Sizemore, the unofficial number one Philadelphia Eagle fans in town. And tomorrow, the Cowboys battle the Eagles tomorrow night, 720 at Jerry World. Uh, Pete, welcome back to the show. And your team lost badly last week. Let me tell you what, they just got their clocks clean last week. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. What did you get out of the gate? Okay, Ed. Hey, Pete, right. you entered the snake kitchen, man. Yeah. It's coming. Uh, okay, what, I understand. What is your confidence? What's your confidence what? level? I know I owe you a bottle of wine this year. I know I owe you. We'll talk about that later. But what's your confidence level tomorrow? for your team going against the Cowboys. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Ed, you know, I, I got thinking about this, and, and if Scotty's still there, prior to me starting this company, I was an accountant for Bob Bullock, state controller, and this reminds me of going out to one of our division director, <laughs> assistant controller's ranch, and they said, Pete, we're going to take you snipe hunting. And that's where I feel where I'm going down on this interview. 
<laughs> oh, Pete, they, those had to be great days working for Bob Bullock. My the goodness. They, they were the absolute best, Scotty. And I'll tell you what, uh, I couldn't appreciate it more, but I, I have to admit, I did miss the product I sell, so I'm very lucky to be where I am. So, But the state of Texas working for Mr. Bullock was great. I All digress. Right. I'm sorry, Ed. I didn't mean to get off the track there. Pete. So the, the, the Eagles, your Eagles have not lost back-to-back games this season, okay? The Cowboys are in a four-game winning streak. Cowboys have looked like the best team when playing at their home field. Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point favorite. What is the advantage the Eagles have over the Cowboys in Dallas? I don't, I don't know if we have an advantage. I, look, I'm not going to take nothing away from the Cowboys. They, they, they're playing better this year, I think, than they played last year. They really are, uh, especially because of Dak Prescott. You know, Dak, believe it or not, is not throwing all those interceptions. However, you, you talking head sports guys know that under those, uh, those subpar 500 teams, he, he, uh, he plays his greatest. And then when he plays, uh, I guess teams a little better winning record, uh, I, I think he just presses too much, but you can't take away his talent. He's having a great year. I think he's, he's a big difference, but, we're not, Ben. We're not going to roll over for you. I, I can promise you. And I, I, I'm not saying that we we took San Francisco for granted. We played one quarter. We played horrible. We simply deserved to lose. Uh, and and we and I can tell you, there's a couple sports stations up there that just give those players, the coach, the water boy. They all get the business. And uh, I, I think the Eagles need this game uh, just as much as the Cowboys. It's going to be a barn burner. Mm-hmm. Well, Pete, I know you watched last week's game, uh, the San Francisco game, when your team got beat, and one of the big deals in the second half was Big Dom, the head of security for the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, got in an argument with one of the San Francisco 49ers, and the story broke today. Big Dom has been barred from the sidelines in Arlington tomorrow. He will be in the press box. He will not be on the sidelines. What type of blow will that be to your Eagles team without oh, Big Dom? It, it, it's going to hurt our morale tremendously, but uh, that's okay. He'll be he'll be down there in in, in spirit. I can assure you. <laughs> that's typical uh, staff of Philadelphia wanting to get in, in some kind of a scuffle with the players. It's just uh, it's just typical the way the, the things go up there. But uh, Big Dom, Big Dom is probably the talking point of the the whole area up there in that tri-state area this week. I you know, between I think the Cowboys and Eagles have two of the best. You know head-to-head matchups. Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, an unbelievable quarterback duo. A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb, two of the best receivers in the NFL. Even Tony Pollard and DeAndre Swift, two very, very good running backs. You know, I haven't been alive that long, but I don't think I've seen a Cowboys-Eagles matchup that has this much volume in a very, very long time. That's great. It's great, Ben. Uh, I can tell you, suffering as an Eagles fan for all those years when we used to watch Coach Landry, I mean, I don't know why they don't have a, you know, they have the Lombardi trophy. I don't know why there's not a Landry trophy. I, Tom Landry was, in my opinion, uh, one of the most respected coaches ever and uh, and innovative coaches. So we could never beat the Cowboys when, when Coach Landry was around. We, we got lucky a few times, but uh, you have no idea what it's like to suffer year after year, and then uh, Dallas would come up with all their stars. So uh, we've endured it. We got we we gotten a couple shots, but uh, you I got in some you got in some shots after Coach Landry retired. I know. I remember the Bounty Bowls, where uh, where the <laughs> Eagles were trying right. to take out Troy Aikman and, and yeah, Zendejas, the kicker, and then the Pork Chop Bowl where Buddy Ryan 
<laughs> yeah, I know they choked on a pork chop tonight. Buddy before. Ryan, yeah, we, we can speak for Buddy. He was crazy. And uh, uh, I, I thought that was just some of his stuff was uh, a little bit out of hand. But, yeah, but not during Coach Landry's time. Uh, you're right. <laughs> that was all well, Buddy's doing. That's for you sure. Know, you know, I, I love to watch the Eagles and Cowboys, Pete, when our great friend Jerry Sizemore, number 76, was playing for the Eagles. Those games with the Cowboys were classic with Wilbert and Montgomery, the running back, uh, Ed Tutal Jones uh, hitting Jerry every play. That was truly, the, I think, the golden time for Harold Carmichael, the golden time oh, yeah. for the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. How, how, what was your first Eagle, Eagle Cowboy game? When's your first memory of your hatred I for think, the Dallas I Cowboys? I, I went to Franklin Field, which is the University of Pennsylvania. My uncle took me up there. And I remember uh, this must have been around 62 or 63. Uh, Veterans Stadium was not built yet. But uh, those fans were alive and well. And I think we, we did beat the Cowboys. But the, the bottom line was uh, back then they, they had beer bottles. So they were throwing beer bottles on the field when they would screw up. And it was kind of <laughs> a typical Philadelphia, you know. Uh, but nobody knew who Coach Landry was. And then they quickly learned how innovative he was because he was a genius. As you know, he was with the Giants. And he was, you know, gosh, I, I, I don't mean to sound like I'm a Cowboys fan, but I, I, I love the way he, you know, he reinstituted the shotgun. You remember the lineman yeah, getting yeah. up and readjusting? It just, it was phenomenal. I mean, the whole league paid attention to him. Well, but, let me tell you, let me kind of j- jump in. The reason there's not. Uh, the Landry Trophy, there's a Lombardi Trophy because two consecutive years, Scotty, I believe 67-68, you had the Cowboys lost at the Cotton Bowl, Don Mariner throws an interception intended for Bob Hayes, and then the next year was the damn Ice Bowl in Green Bay when Bart Starr scored on what was almost the last play of the game. If not for those two plays, it would be the Tom Landry Trophy, not the Vince Lombardi Trophy to the Super Bowl champs. Well, I, I, you're, you're very well. You're very absolutely correct, Ed. And, and uh, yeah. but, you know, they were they were great games back in those days. That's that's for sure. Uh, they were heartbreak losses for the Cowboys. My gosh. But what can I say? I think that's when America's team was born too. Really, way back then in in, in that era. But uh, tomorrow's another day, and we're going to show up. We're not going to roll over for y'all. Uh, I know that. Uh, I think it's going to be a nail biter. It'll go to the end, and. Uh, if we can run the football, and by the way, we got our tight end back, Dallas Goddard, thank Ooh. goodness, and he adds a dimension to our offense. So uh, if we're forced to throw the football, just like Dallas would be, uh, I think both teams might be in trouble. You know, this uh, is y'all's last real hurdle for the rest of the season. A- after this week, you Seattle. all you go, to, you go to Seattle, take on the Seahawks, then you host the Giants, you host the Cardinals, and then you go to New York to face the, uh, the Giants again. This you, cupcake into the schedule i'll say it pete you know it it's a cupcake schedule is this the most confident you've been in an eagles team even even more than the nick Foles, you know year that you've seen in in the 21st century yeah i think so i i think i, I honestly think you're right ben because uh i don't think we're going to keep the talent that we have you know how the parity of the draft is yeah so it changes it changes uh every year and and you know if we keep winning we're not we're going to be picking last and that's kind of how that goes We've had a GM that's been pretty smart in drafting between the lines, and we've got some good players. But uh, that doesn't last forever. Uh, and I've even heard uh, Ed on uh, ESPN talking about, you know, a year or two of the, his program with Jeff about, you know, things will change. Uh, that's just a parody of the league. But I, I feel good about our team. I do. I think we're very talented. We've got a great line. Uh, if we play well and not stupid, we'll have a good chance against y'all. But, 
Uh, Dallas is very much uh, a formidable opponent, and they're, they're going to give us fits, especially at home. Well, Pete, I mean, you've got to be confident. If you look, even though the San Francisco blowout occurred last week, starting in November, you beat the Cowboys, you beat the Chiefs, you beat the Bills. And then, I mean, you can't keep winning games against those kind of opponents. And then you got the Cowboys again, and the, maybe it's a bounce back. Yeah. Maybe it's another loss. But you've had a really, really good run in November to, to get past the hard part of the schedule. Ben's right. It gets easier after this. Well, you're right, Scotty. It's true. But, uh, God, we've been fortunate. We've played some tough games. You know, I know we didn't win convincingly in some of those situations, but – I can assure you, Mr. Clements, that's Edward Clements uh, speaking. You know, he would tell, he would send me a little text. You're going down. You're even <laughs> down. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I owe you. I, that. I owe you a bottle of wine. I'll give you the three and a half points. Double Thank or nothing you. for the bottle of wine. And son, you Benjamin, you know what? Son Ben Clements has, has Pete, that too. While we're at it, you and I have never made a wager, but I have a wager for you. Okay, and we're going to go okay. straight up. Okay. Eagles win tomorrow. I will come and I will work for free for a shift. Bus boy, I'll cook, I'll do the crash register. I work the style switch, Pete. I know what I'm doing cooking. Cowboys I'm win. let you cook your own size more, your own size more Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> and if, if the Cowboys win, I get five free size mores. Whenever oh I want, God. five free oh size mores. <laughs> I, will, I will come work for free for a shift. You're going you're gonna to feed the University of Texas football team with five large size mores, I can tell you. You can take it or leave it, but that is my bet. I will come work for a day, 10-hour shift. Whatever your opening closes, I will come work okay. for a day. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll make that happen, bud, and I'll be here to watch you. Make sure your dad shows up. Okay, we got a bet. <laughs> if, you okay. lose, if you lose, will you come sing the Eagles fight song? Fly I, will, I will throw that in for free. Okay, uh, <laughs> tell us what's happening tomorrow at Delaware Subs with your two-for-one cheesesteak special. We have our every Sunday, all year long, two for one Philly cheesesteak special. Uh, any any size, large or small, you can get a ribeye or chicken. Mm. And uh, we ask you to buy a couple of drinks and chips. It's a heck of a deal. And uh, it, it's great for the NFL season because all the fans that come in, you know, we, we get all the football fans from Green Bay to Tampa Bay. It's, it's great. But tomorrow night, before we close, uh, this is going to be big. We'll, we'll get tuned up a bit because – of this Dallas game and the hype that's going to be with it. And uh, uh, I just I think it's going to be a great game. And uh, if the Cowboys blow us out, I'd be very surprised. But I think it's going to be a nail-biter. It's going to be a great game for all of us. So uh, I wish you all the best of luck, and, and uh, we'll see who wins. Okay. I'm, I'm coming by tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for visiting with us. And as you say up there, fly, Eagles, fly. Thanks for being with us on the End Zone Club, amigo. Well, thank you all for having me. You guys are the best. Uh, don't change that panel, man. I listen to this show every Saturday. Uh, I'm not even going to mass because of uh, I got the <laughs> All right, Pete. See you, buddy. Take, Take care, care Pete. Right. Thank all you. Right. Thank you all. Bye-bye Appreciate now. it. Sure right, thing. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Pete Ademski of Delaware Subs. No baloney there here on the End Zone Club on KLBJ. When we come back, Ben and Scotty will tell you Who's going to win the Heisman Trophy tonight? Much, much more coming up next on the End Zone Club, live from Dirty Martin's Place on KLBJ. Very fitting we have Billy Gibbons here on the End Zone Club. Billy Gibbons, a frequent uh, person who comes to uh, Dirty Martin's Place. Ed Clements, Ben Clements, Scotty Sears broadcasting live from Dirty's. This is the End Zone Club, brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law, Plains Capital Bank, Covert and Bastrop, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick, 5222 Burnett Road, S&B Amusements, 
Delaware Subs, two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow, and by Dirty Martin's Place. We're concluding the show tonight. Fellas, in just a little bit, let's get you up to date on some scores. Uh, it was Army over Navy, 17-11. to 11. Navy has a late safety to to make that an overgame, but Army wins 17-11. to 11. Galena Park North Shore upset Westlake today as Galena Park North Shore advances into the playoffs. Texas Longhorn basketball team victorious over Houston Christian, 77-50. to 50. Other headlines today. Uh, ben, help me out. Shohei Otani. Yeah, Pop. He, he signed with the Dodgers today. The biggest contract in North American sports history, $700 million for 10 years. The richest athlete in American history. Staggering. $700 million. Yeah. And the dude's coming off of shoulder surgery. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a Tommy John surgery, I believe. But, you know, he's a utility guy. He can pitch. He's one of the, the most efficient power hitters in baseball. I get it. At the same time, though, that's a lot of money. And what, what are our teachers well, making right now? I don't want to get political, but what are our teachers making? Thirty, forty thousand $40,000 a year? And you get a pitcher? $700 million for 10 years? Well, John Rom got $600 million, supposedly, for four <laughs> but years. But that's not for North American years. money. That's Saudi money, Scotty. You know that. <laughs> but he lives in North America. He lives, <laughs> he lives in, in Scottsdale. That, he lives. Staggering money from Shohei uh, Tani. Yeah. Also, Pacers and Lakers tonight in this goofball NBA midseason I like it. championship. I like it. I, I've not watched any I, of it. But have you seen the 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 the, the courts, Scotty? I was watching the Trailblazers uh, two nights ago. I almost I almost had a panic attack watching the court. I almost threw up. What? I almost called my doctor. What? Looking at the court. It, it's awful because, you know, they, they have these specialty courts for the playoff or for these in-season playoff. It's different. It's not like your brown top basketball court. Yeah. They have all these colors and schemes. It's all black and red and white. And I almost had a seizure. It's going to be the Lakers and the Pacers tonight. I don't know. I don't know anything. Does one of the Longhorns still play for the Pacers? You know, I don't remember I, who I, is. I, Tristan Thomas no, still play? No, no, no. Well, Who does no. he play for? He I plays. Really, I don't care he about this. He plays in- for the Kardashians. I don't oh. care about this in-season okay. tournament. Besides okay. besides our friends, the, uh, the the New Orleans Pelicans, and James Laughlin, assistant coach, I don't care about this in-season tournament. I don't care. But you care about it more than you would just a regular season NBA weekend. Right? Not really. Okay. Yeah. I, look, I, I haven't looked at the Twitter sphere about the in-season tournament with the diehard NBA fans, but I don't think it's doing the numbers that they had hoped for because it's not the playoffs. It's not the, it's not the championship. Okay, let's talk about the Heisman Trophy tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Congrats to Jaden Daniels, by the way, for winning the 2023-2024 Heisman Trophy. Yeah, the finalists are, thank you, Ben, uh, Jaden Daniels <laughs> of LSU, Bo Nix of Oregon, Michael Penix Jr. of Washington, and... Uh, Mar, uh, Mel, uh, what Harrison? What's his first name? Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Pop. Harrison Jr. Yeah, uh, from Ohio State. I think you're right. I think it's going to be Jaden Daniels, the winner, a quarterback who used to play at Arizona State, now plays it yep. at uh, LSU. It, it will be, guys. Let's be honest. Jaden Daniels has put up the the biggest numbers in college football this year. He, it's it's very similar to Joe Burrow when Joe Burrow won the uh, the Heisman Trophy. It's not going to be Bo Nix. Okay, he's a great it, guy. It would have been if they had beat Washington one time. Maybe, don't you but, think? But you know, it's interesting. It, it's usually a 
it's not the the best player. It's most valuable player, most ce- celebrated, most celebrated, player. celebrated player, and typically it's it's going to go to one of the top four teams' best player. If Quinn Ewers didn't get hurt, Quinn Ewers is going to be in New York. I think. I I agree. Uh, Jay, let's get let's get on the stats. Jaden Daniels, he uh, thirty nine hundred passing yards, forty passing touchdowns, only four interceptions on the year, ten rushing touchdowns, and twelve hundred rushing yards. Those are pretty damn good numbers, and they Great. far and away beat Bo Nix and uh, Michael Penix and Marvin Harrison Jr. They, they were my preseason national champions, LSU, and they had that early season loss, mm-hmm. first game of the year against Florida State. Struggled a little later. Let's talk about the NFL quickly. Uh, Philadelphia at, at Dallas, I think the Cowboys win in cover, Ben. Yeah, I do too. Three-and-a-half-point favor for the Cowboys. Cowboys will win tomorrow. Scotty? 35-24. Who? Cowboys. Cowboys, like okay. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, Buffalo Bills play at Kansas yeah. City. Uh, KC is a only one-point favorite against the Bills who are struggling. I think Bills win 28-24. I think, I think they win finally. I'll take the Bills. Kansas City. I'm taking Kansas City also. Yeah, they need to win, too. Kansas City needs to win, too. they got to protect some kind of home field yep. in the playoffs. The Houston Texans at the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 a big game in the AFC South. And Rodgers is predicted to come back in a couple weeks, but I think the Jets lose big tomorrow. Houston, Texas playing way too well. C.J. Stroud, a I don't want to say Cinderella story, but he is the clear uh, rook of the year, and he might be the MVP. They win big tomorrow by 14 points. Uh, ben, I haven't watched the Texans much in the last seven or eight years. C.J. Stroud, Stroud is electric. great to watch. Do Earl, yourself a favor and watch C.J. Stroud tomorrow. I agree. I watch him every week. Earl Campbell, who's here at Dirties every Wednesday, does not play for the Oilers anymore, Scotty. I hate to break it to you. Well, that's what I said. I don't watch the Texans anymore. So, watch but C.J. now Stroud. I do. Now I do. The most fun player in, in pro football. He really is. Okay, we got to go. It's been fun, fellas. Congratulations to Rodney Terry and the Longhorns who bounced back with their victory uh, over uh, Houston Christian. Christian, <laughs> not Houston Baptist. Very religious town, that Houston. They're uh, 6A, 6A high school. <laughs> 6A high school. Uh, so the Longhorns continue. Conference schedule starts at the end of the year, right around January 1st, yeah. and it should be a terrific Terrific year. Longhorns uh, preparing for the Washington Huskies. I believe they start in earnest next week. It's going to be interesting to see the transfer portal, fellas, uh, on January 2nd. Will Malik Murphy go? Will Arch Manning stay? By the way, Arch was here at Dirties for lunch today, I understand. I think Arch is going to stay. I think Malik is going to go. I think Charles Wright's going to go to play college football. So Quinn Ewers is going to be interesting, Ben. Does he stay or does he go pro? Quinn Ewers will stay one more year. Malik will go. Arch will be the back next year. And Texas will be one of the favorites to win the national championship next year. I'm going to disagree. I think think Quinn Ewers is going to turn pro because I think he lights it up against Washington. I agree with Ben. I don't think he turns pro. He's staying one more year. Okay. All right. Next year, Quinn, Jonathan Brooks back. You have a whole new slew of receivers. Texas will be a favorite to win the Natty. Next, next get a whole after lot of, they a whole win lot this year. A whole lot of NIL money. Yeah, a lot of NIL money. <laughs> Damn right. All right. <laughs> next week is going to be our Christmas party here at Dirty Martin's Drink Special, Food Specials. We'll have a lot of our great sponsors here and a lot of friends. Thanks for Ron Franklin Jr. stopping by. Uh, Matt Janella, Vern Lundquist. It's been a whole bunch of fun. Thank you, Pete Nipsky, too. Thank you, Garrett, back to the station. we got to go. News is next on KLBJ.